episode 112, Kimley Smith. Welcome to Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Welcome to the first full week in 2015. Thanks for tuning in again. One of the key things I've found over all these interviews and all the clients I've worked with, men that I've helped really achieve their goals, do you have a lifestyle that matches up with your goal? You know, wanting something, stating you want something, hoping you want something, listening to this podcast it means very little if you're not organized properly um, and not taking actionable, accountable steps to get there. Are you strategic with your energy? You need to get specific, take actionable, accountable, daily footsteps to get there. If that interests you in the slightest, you need to get on a call with me. We'll talk through it and see if I can be the man to help you with that. If you want to strengthen your body and mind, it all starts there. A weak body and a weak mind is not going to help you achieve a healthy bank account and a healthy life. So let's get that sorted in 2015 and you can achieve whatever you want. To go direct to the form so you can book in your personal strategy session with me, get straight to that form and apply. It's tinyurl.com forward slash awaken your outfit. That we can book in the time that works specifically for you. Get to the podcast. Right, good morning, everyone. It is an early one. Get you bright and early today. We have Kimberly Smith on the line. She is a best-selling author, an accomplished actress, and the founder of Embrace Your Cape Philosophy. She is dedicated to helping people discover their personal superhero. So we're going to be loving this on Awaken Your Alpha. Own their own power and find emotional freedom. She holds a BS in psychology from Emporia State University in Kansas, has had a long and successful career as an actor and storyteller. Some of her many television credits include The Mentalist, Parenthood, Lincoln Heights, and Heroes. And I'm a big fan of Heroes. I love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gary Marshall cast in the, her first major motion picture, The Princess Diaries. Make sure to watch Kimberly Strutter stuff as Marzipan in the new Jason Bateman film, Bad Words. Kimberly wrote and continues to tour her solo show, Totally, a remarkably honest and open performance about her rape, the obstacles she overcame, and her journey to heal and the lessons she's learned. Totally has gained her universal praise and multiple awards, including the Washington Post's editor's pick. Kimberly is a highly sought-after performer, keynote speaker, and life coach, and teaches transformative workshops on topics such as living authentically and powerfully, healing through forgiveness, and owning your story. That's what drew me to Kimberly. I've met her in person. She's absolutely inspirational and always entertaining. So, firstly, Kimberly, are you ready to awaken your alpha? Yes, indeed. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Is there, is there anything you'd like to add or remove or highlight? Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, I live in Los Angeles, California, and it is 80 degrees today. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Which is what drew me here to this amazing city. Ooh. <laughs> I just want to just ask you about your origin story. I mean, where are you exactly originally from? Where did you grow up? When did you make the move to Hollywood? Being a best-selling author, which is how I crossed your path. Your most recent book, your chapter, if you can tell us, was Embracing Your Cape, Finding the Superior Within and Owning It. Can you tell us about the book that was from? That was The Winning Way, the winning way with Brian Tracy. Could you tell us how you got from A to B? Like, how did you get to this point? <laughs> Well, I think it's awesome that you mentioned the origin story. Um, my company is called Embracer Cape Enterprises, Inc., which is really about owning the superhero within and truly living the life of your dreams. 
kind of combating your fears and doing life anyway. And every great superhero has a great origin story. As we all know, superhero had his, uh, Superman had his, like we all have it. So I was a military brat. My father was in the Air Force, and I was born and raised in Japan and lived there until I was 10, and wow. then moved to North Kansas. I know, it was awesome. Um, Japan, which was wonderful about that, is that we had the opportunity to embrace every culture being in Japan. So when I moved to the States when I was 10, we moved to Leavenworth, Kansas, where my mother was born and raised. And that's kind of where I finished off life. I went to college at a small school in Kansas called Emporia State University. I actually was Miss Emporia and got to be in the Miss Kansas pageant, which oh. was amazing. And um, funnily enough, I was a cheerleader my whole life, ever since, you know, I could walk. And I kind of like to live my life as a cheerleader, just like living life, loving life, inspiring other people to love their life. And so that's kind of how I got into acting. My undergrad was in psychology. Yeah. And I moved to Chicago to be a professional dancer. And so I danced for years in Chicago. And somebody was like, oh my gosh, you should totally act. You'd be so great. And I was like, no, I'm a dancer. I'm a very <laughs> snobby dancer. I was. It was awesome. And then one day I auditioned for a play. I did a show at the Steppenwolf Theater here in Chicago, which is one of the you know well-renowned theaters in the world. And that was when I bit my teeth into acting. That sounds like a bit of an awakening moment. You're so dedicated to dance and really excelling in that area. And, it, and then all of a sudden you kind of, you try something slightly different or another take on it. And it's, I mean, did it go really well straight away or was it a smooth journey and, or was it a struggle when you switched across or did it just always go very well? Well, I truly believe and this is kind of what I teach in my coaching is really that we're all put on this earth to do something amazing. And I had always danced because that's just what I love doing, but it kept me a little bit closed. Yeah. And so I really believe in the universal power. And I was just kind of like, okay, what do I really need to do from here? And literally people just coming up to me saying, you should be an actor. So when I auditioned for my first show and I booked it straight away, I just knew that this is where I was because it was able to put my dancing together, my acting movement, like everything kind of came together yeah. and then got to explode and become big bigger. So it was definitely an awakening. It's interesting because I was super, super talented and I booked everything I went out for. Like people were calling to come have me do their shows. Like it was really easy. But because of the trauma that I experienced in my life, as um, I was gang raped when I was 17 in college. And out of that, I was so unworthy. So I was living in this world of unworthiness, even though the world was showing me that I was worthy. I still had that awful inside of me that was just not worth anything. So I would spend every show like crying behind stage. And then I would go out and do it and I would do a phenomenal job. And then I'd come back and cry. And it was, was yeah, you know, it's one of those, things where you're like this is where I'm supposed to be but at the same time you're still trying to run away from it because when you really step into your greatness you have to let go of all that unworthiness and I was super young and I just didn't understand it I mean I was truly successful yeah but I still had a block in my way until I overcame that block and so yes it was easy but I made it harder than it needed to be yeah it's all about perspective people looking in and like 
officially you're being successful. And like you say, you're absolutely storming it and booking all these shows and doing a great job. But then at the end of the day, if, if you're like crying between that and feeling like crap, you know, there's obviously there's work to be done and you've, it's success is definitely a perspective and you've got to, you've got to enjoy it from the inside as well. Along this, exactly. along this journey then, I mean, this is our Yoda question. Who helped awaken your alpha along the way? I know you said sort of there was numerous people telling you should get into acting, but was there anyone either once you got into acting that helped you really up, up your game or anyone along the way who just inspired you from a young age? The first person that really popped into my mind, I have a, a five CD series that really helps you overcome your fears. And the woman I speak about the most is Pick Thompson. And she was my high school teacher who really taught me to think outside of the box. Yeah. And I speak very plainly about my story and I tell my truth because I believe that once you own your story, even the stuff that you're embarrassed about, that's when you're truly free. And so I grew up because I was so hyperactive. I mean, they wanted to put me on Ritalin, but my mom was like, no way. Like I was seriously yeah. one of those kids. We got to use that energy. To yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't learn how to read until I was really late in life. And so I was labeled a slow reader which started that like, cacophony of unworthiness. And I laugh about it now because I'm an actress and I can pick up anything and read it. And there was a time in my life where I was petrified to read in front of people. Pitt Thompson helped me get out of that. But who really helped me overcome it all was myself. Mm. And that's what I really, truly have based my whole philosophy on, meaning myself reaching out for mentors that led me along the way. So, you know, I started with my first therapist and then I got my own life coach and really started getting people to show me a different path. As a victim of anything, of any kind of trauma, there's so much self-doubt and fear that bubbles up because you feel like the trauma was your fault yeah. and that you deserved it and you're not worth anything else. And so when I finally took my story into my own hands and was able to tell my truth through my own words, that's when I really discovered my freedom. That's when I became the actress I am today, which is phenomenal because there isn't a basis of fear yeah. underneath everything I do. So um, that was really the freeing moment. I think that was the most cathartic moment in my life. Um, in my show, I talk about meeting a hypnotherapist who really finally made me see clearly what had happened to me because I was gang raped at 17 and then repressed that for eight years. Well, you didn't tell anyone about it at the time. No. So it was buried. I didn't tell anybody about it, nor did I even know it happened. And so eight years later is when I kind of started my career as an actor, but I was having all of these horrible nightmares of this horrible trauma that happened to my life. But when you're in that kind of situation, you just kind of push it down and push it down and push it down. But the more you push things down, the further you get from it, which makes you less and less fully authentically who and what you are. So it wasn't until I finally had all of those stories bubble up and then I realized that I was a rape victim so that I could become a survivor and then ultimately become the thriving woman I am today. Part of what I really believe in is getting rid of that word survivor. Living in survival mode is never going to put you anywhere but surviving. But no. living as a thriver allows you to live an awesome life, you know, being that alpha, you know, truly living awesomely. I completely agree. And you, you've had some, look at this, you've had some uh, 
awesome experiences from the look of it. I mean, Parenthood is one of my absolutely awesome film. And I was a, I don't get into that many shows or series, but I loved Heroes, especially the first, first series or two. Amazing. What was that like working on Heroes and some of these sort of big projects you've done? Which, I mean, like, which was one of your favorites? Uh, it was my most recent, which was, uh, which is Bad Words, and it's currently showing now. And it was one of those experiences, Jason Bateman. Oh, he's awesome. It was his directorial, <laughs> right? So it was his directorial debut. Okay. And I just remember my manager coming to me saying, hey, there's this movie. You know, you should do it. I was like, uh, you know, whatever. I, for some reason, I wasn't into it because there's <laughs> something that I do in the movie that I wasn't. I didn't really want to do. And so then he told me Jason Bateman was directing it. And I was like, yes. And so just working on that caliber of film and, you know, I was really, it was great because you kind of watch him because it's his directorial debut, but he's also starring in it. So he would pop off and like be the director and then he'd pop into the scene and do the scene. And it's me, him and the little boy. And it was just magical. It was like kind of made me realize that in my world, that's what I want. That's why I write and I direct and I create. Yeah. I love being able to do all of it. And to watch him do it so gracefully was life-changing. Oh, and then I got the blessing. Yeah, it was awesome. And then he gave me a couple of great shout-outs on Jimmy Kimmel and Conan O'Brien. So it was awesome to be a part of that world. We're going to mix it up a little bit now. Yeah. And we're going to go to the yin-yang round. So we're going to find out a little bit more about you and give Ooh. you 50-50 options and just go where you got on this. But I want to just start off as well because oh, it, okay. it was stuck in my head as well. And what was the thing in the film with Jason Bateman that you, you were not looking forward to doing? Because I haven't seen that film. So my man manager comes to me. He's like, you've got to show your boobs. And I'm like, huh? There is no way I am going to show my boobs on a big screen for anybody. It ain't going to happen. And he's like, well, Jason Bateman's directing it. And I was like, there is a way that I'm going to show your boobs. Like, I literally like, did a 360. <laughs> I had a lot of issues, but then I was like, the reality of what I'm teaching is really loving your body, no matter yeah. what it is, no matter what it looks like, and owning that. So it was really great to be that free. <laughs> and then the, it was quite a journey because even on set, they were like, should we green screen her in so the little boy doesn't see it? But they're like, we got it. You know what I mean? So it was like this whole drama around this one scene. Wow. Because the boy was a young boy. So. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, well, push. It's all about her, pushing yeah. through your limitations. Her, <laughs> yeah, definitely. And the father was like, "Look, this won't be the last time he sees boobs." <laughs> and that was where it all ended. It was like, "Okay, then we're doing this." I, I think it's skin skinflicks.com or something. I can't remember what it is, but every woman that's ever shown their boobs in a movie is on that site. There you go, guys. Because I have a look. There's yeah. a resource. A resource for awaken your alpha. We don't. We haven't put that resource out before. So. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, right. Now I'm blushing. Oh. So back, back to the, we go back to the yin-yang round, but we haven't started. We'll see where you lie on certain things. Night or day? Night. Okay. Stage or TV? Oh, come on. <laughs> That's just mean. Um, just on today, so. Day. You know, just for today, stage. Okay, stage. Okay. TV or movie? Movie. Dancing or acting? Oh, come on. 
Can I say they're the same? Well, you can. I have to say acting. Have to okay. say acting. They are the same to me, but I'm going to say acting because I. Well, I suppose, yeah, yeah, you can you can dance when you're acting, can't you? So there you go. And Superman or Spider Man? Superman. <laughs> so we're getting to the serious issues now then. Okay. <laughs> Sweet or savory? Savory. Oh, sorry. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, we're gonna go on to the complete blank around now. I'm just gonna say a sentence and you've just got to complete my sentence, fill in the blank. Okay. So your best friend would describe you as? Funny, outgoing, delicious, and real. <laughs> I like that. Delicious and real, yeah. No, no. <laughs> hey, I've, delicious. I've, I've met you in perfect person, and this is all about being living authentically, and you, you are living authentically. This is what people are hearing in now. This is, that was a good description of you from when I met you. <laughs> Thank <on>. you. <laughs> no worries. Last time you were drunk, was or merry? It's hard to tell. With a personality like yours, I mean, you could be drunk now. You're, you're such a good person. <laughs> Golly, hold on. Let me think. See, this is why it's an, always an interesting question, because some people have to think. We'll but, say Christmas. Yeah. Me, but yeah. yeah. Christmas, Christmas Eve, we went to this, like, courted little bar in Leavenworth, and Leavenworth small town in Kansas, and, like, you could buy the entire bar a round of drinks for, like, $30. So that was the last time we were drunk. Because we were like, we're buying everybody in the bar drinks. Like, it was so hilarious to me, my brother and sister and all my cousins. Like, we were just like, we're going to get wasted. And we had a great time. It was hilarious. And we danced all night. Like, it was great. Your favorite movie of all time is? You really are getting me. My favorite movie of all time. I thought that would be a tough one for you because this, this is your field. Okay. Say, what about my favorite Christmas movie of all time? <laughs> okay, my favorite movie of all time. What? To Kill a Mockingbird. Well, it was just one of those movies where it explored the relationship between blacks and whites in a time where you couldn't really like blacks if you were white. And yeah. I was raised very cross-cultural. Like, I could care less what color you are. I don't yeah. care what you look like. Like, I'm more of a soul person. Yeah. And it's a beautiful story back when, like, the blacks had to sit up in the rafters and you couldn't intermingle with the whites. Like, it was just so well done and if you haven't seen it it's it's a life changer your favorite actor is Whew, okay my favorite actor these are difficult <laughs> these are seriously seriously <laughs> difficult okay i'm gonna i'm gonna make i while you're thinking about that one then i'll split it up again so the favorite actor you've worked with is that might help oh you. there you go that's so great. I, and I'm going to say right now, um, Jason Bateman. Oh, quality. I have never seen somebody with such grace mm. in everything mm. that he did. He made everybody feel welcome. And a lot of, sometimes you can get on sets and people are kind of poopy and you're kind of disappointed <laughs> in them because you've watched them for a long time and you finally get the opportunity to work with them and they're not nice. Yeah. And I just feel like that's just such a waste of time. And Jason Bateman just killed it. There was not one person on set that that ever felt less than. Didn't matter if you were an extra to the biggest star on set. So I really respected that of him. Ah, oh, that's awesome. It's it's nice when you hear stuff like that because, like you say, he comes across as like such a quality bloke in his films and on. In yeah, the, and I would have been, been so heartbroken. Well. Yeah. I yeah, I think I would have been completely heartbroken had he turned out to be a poopy. 
But he was, he was awesome. <laughs> Some of these great big stars that we've all admired and the horrible things that they've done, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, it's heartbreaking, you know, to see, you know, like Philip Seymour Hoffman overdose. Like all of these people who are phenomenal. Yeah. Hate their life still. Because it doesn't matter how much money you have and how much success you have. If you hate yourself inside, you'll do a lot of yucky things that will inevitably destroy you. Definitely. Well, I think that's a great time to move on then. So we're going to go on to the alpha round. And this is where you give us all of your sort of tools, mm. tricks, tricks and resources. And I want to start that off firstly, really, with what sort of advice would you give to people? I mean, I want to touch on sort of it's quite close to my heart, you know, what you're talking about when people, no matter what's going on outside, if, if they don't feel it and they're not happy within themselves and they're, you know, either self-critical or they're beating themselves up, they're not enjoying the little successes or victories along the way or not enjoying the journey. What sort of advice do you give, can you give to people, either your coaching or maybe some common problems that you see and how people, you help people overcome them? Excellent. That's, a, that's great what yeah. you said because I believe all of us are born with the story and the life that we live, the journey that we take in life becomes our story. And we make stories up about everything that happens in our life. So you can think about your father and be like, oh, he was this, that, and the other. 90% of that is a story that you put upon it. Mm. And what I really believe in is I, I, my tagline is kind of own your story, own your life. Yeah. No matter how you know, no matter how awful your life was, no matter how much shit you've been through, excuse my language, you look at a person like Oprah Winfrey who has been through abuse, molestation, like through everything you can imagine, and she is the first African-American woman in the world to become a billionaire, multi-billionaire. Yeah. And what she had to overcome was her story. So my biggest advice to everyone is own your story, own your life. Don't be afraid of it. Mm, absolutely brilliant. Um, also, building on from that, we, we like to ask for a book recommendation. We, I mean, we've, we, we've uh, mentioned your book, The Winning Way, but is there any other books that, yep. that you'd like to recommend? Well, I'll give you the one that really changed my life yeah. forever. It's called The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by a gentleman named T. Harv Ecker. I don't know yep. if you've read it. I haven't read it. it. I've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> And if you haven't read it, mister, you need to pick it up immediately. <laughs> it's a very quick read. And what I love about it is it goes back to owning your story. Mm. He's a gajillionaire now, but he never, he wasn't always. And he tells the story starting from the time when he was, you know, living at his house, you know, his dad and mom's house at 30, broke, going, what the hell am I doing wrong? And so he tells a story like I would tell to you, instead of talking over your head where you have to kind of figure out the gibberish, he tells <laughs> it to you like a man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What is he talking about? And if I do what, will I be successful? But it really is a book that helps you overcome the demons in your head that keep you from being successful and happy. It gets down to the nooks and crannies in a very, I'll say layman terms, like very easy book. And he gives you work, you know, like, exercise at the end of each chapter yeah. to do to really overcome the obstacles in your life that are keeping you from being successful. Perfect. He says, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. Oh, I and love he that. teaches I you how to do everything awesomely. 
<laughs> quality. Love that. That's my book. <laughs> that's a good. That's a strong recommendation, and I, I like that you said it's got things for you to do, little um, sort of things to go away, and actual practical activities. We're looking for a kind of a resource or something along them lines that you could actually suggest to, that helps people. Maybe you give you give to your coaching clients. There's so many resources, and yeah. where I start, like. I am not to plug my own stuff, but I have a great five CD series mm -hmm. that is really about embrace your cape, but I break it down into steps of how to really overcome your story and own it. Yeah. And that's just on the top of the list, just because I worked really hard in making it practical and easy. Yeah. But if I were to give you. I'm just thinking if people are listening to this and they, they, they've said like that, I love the thing about owning your story and different things. What's a practical thing they could do to actually like to get them started? You know, it's all about taking that first step and something that you find is useful to sort of clarify things or to help you improve. Write a list of your fears, yep. your strengths, your weaknesses, what you love about yourself. And then if you were your own superhero, what would you be? What would your powers be? And how would you change the world? Now, it sounds crazy, until you see your fears in front of you, the things we think are so dramatically fearful, yeah. you, you give them power. The minute you write them down and speak them into the world, they no longer have power over you. Mm. Same thing with our strengths, same thing with our weaknesses. Our strengths are strengths, but we don't ever acknowledge our strengths. We'll write down every weakness we have from here to kingdom come. But when it comes to really owning ourselves, we don't write it down. Once you write down your fears, you combat them with your strengths. Brilliant. And you'll realize how foolish your fears really are. I mean, that's one of the questions that a lot of times I usually ask, and I've got to ask it now, like either historically or even up to date, what, what are some of your, your biggest fears that have sort of held you back over the years? Oh, gosh. My biggest one was... Um, not being able to read, I thought I was stupid for yeah. many, 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 many years, which was just silly. Yeah, maybe I'm not the most well-read individual in the world, but mm -hmm. I don't really need to be because I'm exactly who I am. Um, another fear was after being raped, I really felt unworthy of love, of mm -hmm. happiness. I didn't feel I could be successful in anything because all my innocence and everything that was me was taken away from me by being raped. And I let them have the power for many years. And then finally I was like, no, I have the power because I'm still alive. Yeah. I'm still able to walk. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm still here on this earth. I can still do whatever I was put on this earth to do. So that was one of my biggest battles. And then also being intimidated by other people I thought were better than me. Yeah. You no, know, I became, I would shrink down into nothing. So those were my big ones. I was going to say that. it's funny now because there's, they're, they're far from me now. No, I was going to say, but that's, a, that's a, a, you know, a good list that I'm sure that everyone can, a lot of people can relate to, a lot of things you've said in there. In wrapping up, because we're coming to the end here now, but um, who do you think I should interview next or very soon? Who would you recommend? And we usually look for a couple of recommendations, maybe someone who you really think is a, is a, you know, a true alpha from your, your own network and then potentially someone else who you've either worked with or you might think might be a little bit more untouchable, harder to get. So is there, could we have a couple of recommendations? Um, first and foremost, like, I, I know I spoke about my brother, but he's one of my biggest mentors in life. 
he, you know, was a computer drafting technologist who always wanted to be a Navy SEAL. And so at 28, he quit, you know, being a computer drafting technologist, joined the, you know, the Navy and became a Navy SEAL. And he's just one of the most magnificent human beings I've ever met in my life. And of course, he's my brother. But I also say that because a lot of people hate their siblings, which is always (laughs) crazy to me. But I love mine. And I think he would be a wonderful human being to interview. And he's just magnificent. He speaks all over the world. And it's just a great human being. And out of reach, but possibly could be reachable, would be Jason Bateman, because I think he's phenomenal human being. I was going to say, I won't lie to you. Um, I was thinking of that guy. <laughs> if you understand him, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking? I think he would be phenomenal. And then I'm trying to think of, um, I have a lot of friends that are, you know, we all do really, really, really well. And then you would recognize them from, you know, a lot of different TV and films and what have you. So we might have to come up with a list. Yeah, we have to, we're people to definitely. people that can send your way. Well, that sounds sounds absolutely sounds absolutely brilliant. So, and again, if people want to find out more about you, what's the best way they can get in touch with you and contact you? Ooh, go to my website, embraceyourcape.com. and um, my coaching's on there. My workshops, my one woman show that I still continue to tour to universities and all over the world, just helping people overcome their traumas. And there's everything on there. You can write me directly. My email is on there. Totally Kim Lee at gmail.com anytime. And I'm one of those people who really do write back. Perfect. What does 2015 hold for you? Because you were just talking to me before the interview. You know, you've got lots of, lots of things sort of in the pipeline and coming up. What's, 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 on, what's on the horizon? <laughs> well, 2015, you know, last year, 2014 was really my year of, seeds that I've planted coming to life and now those seeds are continuing to come to life and so this year is really like my manager and agents were like this is my year for my series whether it be the one that I've created myself out of my one woman show or if it becomes something that I've just auditioned for but this is this is a big year for me movie wise and tv wise it's going to be a big big year and I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes down the pipeline I can't wait as well. So, well, I was going to say. I know, I'm excited. In coaching, like I love, you know, I've always said to myself, no matter how big I get in this business, I will always help people become awesome. That is what I'm dedicated to. And I will never, ever stop doing that. Oh, brilliant. Sometimes people, you know, as, as things change, they change what they enjoy doing sometimes and think they have to be a certain uh-huh. way. So that's, that's brilliant that you say that, definitely. Yeah. Cool. I always say to people, you know, uh, the, the more and more famous I get, I always say, like, I have this one best friend that I'm like, if I ever start acting like one of those people that are too big for themselves, <laughs> slap me. I will tell my bodyguards that if anybody slaps me, it's because I told them to and I'm acting like an idiot. <laughs> Quality. Well, I refuse to be that. <laughs> Well, you mentioned, I mean, throughout the interview, there's been a couple of cool quotes in there anyway, but I just wondered if, to finish the show, is there a particular sort of superhero or alpha quote that you like to live your life by and really resonates with you, if there's any that spring to mind? Well, I, I did already say this one, but how yeah. do you do anything, how do you do everything? Because yeah. I believe what you commit to will change your life. And there's a commitment quote by Gerta that I really live by. Whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. 
boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Oh, love it. I, should, I, I, just love to, I just love to end the show there. I shouldn't say anything, but thank you so much for staying up tonight and your record breaker. This is my earliest interview I've ever done. So after shows, and I've enjoyed it. Well, thank you for waking up to do it. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, I'm fully awake now, but if, if, it's, if anyone thinks, God, it sounds a bit different today, I'm... I can't wake up the family. That's the difference. So my, uh, yeah. I have to try not to shout for once in my interviews. <laughs> it's, it's I know. A... I was expecting again. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's, it's, it's getting closer to the time they should be awake soon. So it uh, doesn't matter so much now. But thank well, enjoy, you. Enjoy, enjoy, and have the most amazing 2015 ever, honey. You too. It's such a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on today. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. If you want to improve your confidence, lead your life in 2015, to make changes, you want a serious bit of accountability and some structure and just actionable steps and how to build the best body you can and lose the fat, build the muscle, look good naked, just lead your life, take control of your mental state and really achieve whatever it is you truly desire. This is the one way to get yourself in check and you've got to start with from, in, from within. So if you listen to this podcast, obviously your search for science, so just extend that search. Contact me, Adam Lewis Walker, through Facebook, Adam Lewis Walker. Awaken your alpha on there. Go to adamlewiswalker.com. Get in contact by all in any means way, ways possible. Fill in the application. If you get that far, we're going to get on the phone and we'll have a talk through and we'll see what your situation is how specifically I can help you in that situation. And if you want to take it forward with me, brilliant. If you don't, no worries. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. And I value your time as much as I value my own time and we will not mess around. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and I will speak to you very soon if you're going to take some action. But you've got to ask yourself, if not now, when? And if you've been listening to this for a long time, take the next step and get on the phone with me. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless to go direct to the form so you can book in your personal strategy session with me. Get straight to that form and apply. It's tinyurl.com forward slash awaken your outfit.